finding a new pathway forward in your life by reflecting on three of life's ultimate questions with Lorianne Wood, the author of The Divine Detour, on episode number 264 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. It's, there's a good reason you're on that detour. I, there was a time when I was on a cross-country trip with my daughter when she first graduated. My oldest had just gotten out of college and had an opportunity in the northeastern United States for the summer. And I, we decided we would drive there from Arkansas, which is like a two-day trip. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful, and this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome back to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. I consider it my honor and privilege to be allowed into your life here today. Whatever you're doing today, if you've got me in your earbuds or in your car or wherever you're at, uh, what a privilege. Thank you so much because I like to talk about things that matter a lot, things to help you to overcome adversity in your life, things like depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death, and help you get through those to your place of peace and prosperity and purpose. I want you to know you can always head over to drbradmiller.com where I have over 260 episodes with great experts and leaders who speak into this topic of overcoming adversity and can speak into your life. And I have my own set of teaching as well. I come to you with 42 years of experience as a pastor and a doctoral degree in transformational leadership. You can always head over to drbradmiller.com slash 40 day away for more information about our courses and coaching. Today, we're talking to Lorianne Wood, the author of Divine Detour. The subtitle is The Path You'd Never Choose Can Lead You to the Faith You've Always Wanted. We're picking up on our conversation that we began on episode number 263. And there, uh, Lorianne introduced us to her story, her incredible story of facing debilitating heart disease, uh, her functioning of her heart went to less than, it went to 6% of functioning. And yet she uh, made it back out of that and is in a recovery process for several years now. And she talks about how this experience of heart disease at a young age, 51 years old, led her to have to take a detour from her intended plans. She was a college professor and an active mom and an active person in her family and with with her marriage. And this led her to have to change things around a lot. And in our conversation in episode 263, The Divine Detour, by the way, her website is lorianwood.com. Check it out for more about her book. She lays out three key questions. And we're going to reflect on those here today in our conversation today. And those questions were the question of worry. Is this all there is to life? The question of doubt. Is God always good? And the question of control. Is God's plan good enough or can I be in control? So what I want you to hear in today's conversation with Lorianne is uh, some reflections of what it means to deal with those ultimate questions here and what she learned and what she teaches us through her book and through her teaching. 
If you have any of those questions in your life, and I consider those some of the ultimate questions that we all have to deal with, then you want to listen to Lorianne and my conversation here today. It's going to be important to you. We're going to talk about the implications of those three questions and how you can deal with them in your life to find a new pathway, a new pathway that's going to lead you to a better place, a place that uh, you can, as, as what she says in her book, find the faith you've always wanted. Listen to this conversation, listen to this podcast, and you're going to find it helpful. You may want to go back and get the context at episode number 263 to find a foundation of our story here today. Then I did want you to let you know in episode 265, well, I'll be sharing my reflections on our conversation with Lorianne and my own teaching, which I'll be doing. I'll be in episode 265. The topic will be the power of asking good questions, which is something I believe that everybody needs to do to have value in their life. But right now, Lorianne Wood as we reflect on finding a new path by reflecting on life's ultimate questions. Let's get into that conversation right now. I guess it was just being naive before this happened, or I was kind of living a dream life, but I had, we had lost several family members. I had things happen, but I had never felt like my life was completely thrown off course before. So that's, I think, one of the things that when you get thrown off on that side road, you think about a detour, it's not the prettiest road, it's not the quickest road, it's not the smoothest road, but often it's there's a good reason you're on that detour. I There was a time when I was on a cross-country trip with my daughter when she first graduated. My oldest had just gotten out of college and had an opportunity in the northeastern United States for the summer. And I we decided we would drive there from Arkansas, which is like a two-day trip. <laughs> yeah. We got 30 minutes from our house, and this crazy rain came, just torrential rain. And it was... A flooding event we later learned when we got to our hotel that night. But somewhere about 30 minutes from the house, we got detoured and spent almost one whole day in the back roads, just kind of wandering around, hmm. following this long line of cars. And at the time, we were frustrated by that. We had this long road trip. We had planned. We had tells. But what happened was when I was on that detour with my daughter, we stopped at museums we wouldn't have. We ate at restaurants. We, and we had this extra day together yeah. Yeah. that looking back now, how valuable. And when we think about the trip, that's our be- those are our best memories now. And that's your story. But- You've got a great story to tell now, don't you? And a great Exactly. a great warm memory with your daughter. I was interested to see here Lorianne about how you even organized your book. You've got these sections about the worry and so on, but rather than that it's the, it's 40 40 chapters what you call days, day 1 and so on through 40 days. Tell me that it seemed like to me there's a progression and there's a thinking and there's a strategy here. Tell me about that in terms of how that worked out and how this played out in helping you process these three questions. Yes. As I started looking at all of the 
questions and putting them into those three buckets and then finding that parallels so closely to Jesus's journey into the desert, those his 40 days. I started really looking at 40 and in scripture, 40 is for sure a number of that represents trial and testing. You see that with Moses in the desert or the Israelites wandering for 40 years. Noah was in the ark surviving for 40 days. And yes. Jonah, etc. And then the 40 days with Jesus in the desert. So I knew it was a time of testing, which I felt intensely. But also 40 in the Bible is also God's environment for change. It's for that time where he sets it up to complete the story. And one of the examples of that is 40 days after the resurrection, Jesus ascended into heaven. 40 is God's environment to make the change that needs to be made. And so I knew that 40 needed to be the basis of my book in a way. I think that's awesome. And I'm a big believer in that. In fact, you probably didn't know this. The name, the company, my company, the name of my company is The 40 Day Way, because I use this same metaphor in the book I'm writing, and that's which has to do with 40 days of change as well. And I think that there's even data and research, not only from a biblical perspective, but from a life change perspective. You need six weeks or so of a focused effort to make any life change, losing weight, getting your financial house in order, making decisions about relationships. If you focus on something for 40 days or about six weeks, you can usually get something done to get some change done. I think that's awesome because what you're saying here, the detour did not lead to the ditch or is it being stuck? The detour still led you to your, I like to call the promised life, but to your destination, which is where you're at now. So tell me a little bit more about this in the sense of the detour was at the end, it was a new beginning. So what is your new beginnings or what are some of now the processes or the habits or your life now as opposed to before? Like I mentioned, my my day is much shorter. COVID was terrible for most people. For me, it was a time where I was able to really focus on what I was doing because I, as a heart failure patient, I was in the high risk group and wasn't really getting yeah. out at all. So I was able to focus on what was going on with my book, with my writing and really make some really good progress. I think that was another little detour that was thrown in on top of it that I wasn't expecting, but was helpful. So the whole mask, the whole mask and isolation thing that was terrible for the rest of us, not too bad a thing for you, all things considered. Is that right? That's right. I, I work from home now. So that that didn't change anything. And it, it focused everybody else back home to the computer. Right. A lot of resources became available to me that mm -hmm. wouldn't have otherwise. So what are some lessons learned that, that can be applicable to other people? We've mentioned here a couple of mm -hmm. times, Laurieann, not everybody handles it. Plenty of heart patients use an example, give up and say, forget about it and throw in the towel, so to speak. And what are some lessons learned or some transferable principles from your experience that are going to be helpful to other people going through their own detours? One of the things I heard, the quote is, not all storms come to destroy your life. Some storms come to clear your path. And I think that is one of the things that happened for me. Because I was, there were some things for sure taken off my plate that were not options anymore. There were some closed doors. I, for one, don't like closed doors. 
at all. And I try to figure out what's the, where can I find a crowbar to pry that back open? What I've found is sometimes those closed doors can be more merciful than open ones. Not only do they focus you, they clear your path so that you don't have things distracting you, but they also bypass all those less than perfect doors to get to the one that you're meant to be at. We have this idea of how our life should go. And I think one of my hangups early on was in that second question about, is God always good? I was equating God's goodness with how closely my life was matching my plan. If things were going according to my plan, God was good. They weren't. God yeah. wasn't good, which is ridiculous, right? <laughs> I'm sure you've heard the, the same phrase. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. You've heard that type of thing. So, yeah. <laughs> For sure. I think that's one thing is that you can look at closed doors as, oh, I can't go in that door. Or you can look at it as now my path is a little bit more defined. Now my area is smaller for me to concentrate on. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I've been able to comfort in. Given looking at my life, I don't think I would have taken the time to write in a safer, healthier life. I just wouldn't have had the urgency to do it. You would have caught up in whatever was going on in your life, your teaching, in your family life, whatever it would be. Detour led you to this place of closed door, which allowed you to process these things. Is that a fair way of looking at it? Yes, yeah. exactly. Because yes. you, deal, you deal with this whole area. We're talking about the area of doubt here, your question of doubt. And I think a lot of people have that. When the door closes, it can lead to despair for some of us. And you chose a life of faith. And I'd like for you to speak to that a little bit. But there is a one particular thing you talk about here in your book. And I'd like you to speak to just because I'm curious. On day 22, you call it the recency syndrome. And it's in italics in the table of contents. Unpack it for us here in the context of this question of doubt. The recency syndrome. The recency syndrome was something I actually taught when I was teaching in the business department at colleges. And that is when you are a supervisor in a business setting and you're doing performance evaluations, there's a psychological tendency to only recall what recently happened with that employee. Okay. So okay. if they had a bad day last week, their evaluation goes down, even though the whole rest of the year they were doing stellar. And the same thing, flip side of that can happen. Somebody can just be barely performing and then have a wonderful day right before evaluation and get yeah. a really good evaluation. We have to be careful of that in a business setting, but I think even more so when it comes to faith, because what we tend to do as human beings, because we have notoriously short memories and that's why in scripture it says for so many times, is that we tend to think of God's goodness as whatever recently happened to us. If I recently got a poor report on my heart, then that's God's not good. He's, he doesn't answer prayers. Yeah. Even though if we looked at it in the long account— we could see it differently. That helps us to give an understanding that God's love is not only what happened to us today, it's broad, it's long, it's wide, it's deep. How deep and long as wide is the love of God, even in the midst of doubt. And hey, when people go through adversity in the moment, what do they often cry out? Why me or why God? Why did this happen to me? 
I had my own episode of that here recently. In December, I was diagnosed with cancer and some heart conditions as well. And so suddenly you have to deal with the reality before you and it goes slap in the face, cool water on your situation and get your attention because of the momentary circumstances that you're in. But you do not have to, the circumstances is not the long play of the album. Lorianne, who's this? Who do you want to reach with this book? Who's it targeted for? Who's Who do you want to see going to that bookstore at Barnes and Nobles or see it on the Amazon list? And it's going to jump out in. Who do you want this book to be for? I want this to be for the long-term believer who has, I grew up in the church. I was raised in a faithful home, raised my children there. And I was embarrassed, my point in my life, to say, I still have these questions. And they're very basic questions. So I want those people who have been believers for a long time that still have questions, that still have things they want to ask God that don't seem to add up. I want those people to not find my book and say, there's going to be the answer to my question, but that pick up my book and says, there's my permission to ask the question. I can, no matter how long I've been a Christian, no matter what I'm going through, when I'm questioning God, and you talked about it being in scripture, you know, the Psalms, half of those are lament. That's our lifeline to God when we're on a detour, the questions. So I just want anyone on what they consider to be a detour in life to be able to Ask those questions because that is what keeps your faith alive when you're on that difficult detour. And it's important that we do that sometimes, that you got to, you can curse the detour or you can curse the fact that you got flood, flood waters came and you had to go off on a different pathway. You can see, okay, what can we do here about this? My pastor, I mentioned to you about this two-year-old boy in my church who passed away. I don't know the whole story, but the tragedy. And the pastor stopped the regular sermon series that he was in and said, we're going to have a Sunday of lament, basically. And it was appropriate because mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. Because healing does not take place until we grieve and process the doubt. We have to do both. And that's a very biblical thing, to have doubts and to process the doubt, move to a different place. If we don't change, we stay stuck. And that's when the real question comes. And I love the way you frame this about the questions. Because a question, what's it big? You need to respond to the question to get an answer. If we're worried, question worry, what are we going to respond to not worry? The Bible says don't worry. Okay, but people do it anyhow. So really, the instructions of the Bible are how do you deal with the worry? You know, the question of doubt, there's doubt throughout the Bible. How do you deal with this and have faith? And the question of control, if we're feeling like that we have lack of purpose and lack of direction, what do we do to find that promised life or that promised land? When I say that, that kind of leads me around to beyond the diversity about and what you're sharing here is really about lives that are changed for the better as opposed to staying stuck. Google, the last couple of years, has had, they at the end of the year, they have one of the most searched for terms. A year ago or so, it was the most, one of the most searched for, for terms was how can I heal come in of COVID. And this year, it was how can I change? How can I get on to the next thing? Keeping in mind now, Laurieann, that person who you're writing this book for, I'd like for you to share for me a story who this book or your teaching or your leadership has been impactful and changed. I'm looking for a testimony. During the launch of my book, brought in people from just 
different walks of life. There are some young people and old people and people I know, people I don't know. One of the things I think is so helpful when we do that is we say, wow, I'm not alone. I get, I'm hearing your story in my story and I'm getting that. And so when we're walking along with somebody on that detour, we are not only, we're not only telling God, this detour is not going to steal my faith, but we're also saying to that person, I'm walking this with you. And that's what I think, I think that's the gift that we get from from God more than, and I had to learn this. Wow. How did I get to be 51 years old and not know this? The purpose of prayer, I always considered it to be a way to gain control of God's hand, right? Mm. If I can pray enough, maybe I can gain control of God's hand. But really, I think what more than that it is, it's God getting into us enough and we becoming companions with him enough to where we open up our hand and we give him what's in our hand instead of trying to control his. And I think that is one of the biggest advantages. We walk with someone else on this path they didn't choose because we all know people and we're all going to be on the detour. Some awesome reflections here, the divine detour. of, And I believe that this is the type of thing that can be a tool by which could be a helpful tool for someone going through this a similar experience or some other detour. If we're going to see this as a tool, how can people get a hold of this tool? How tell our listeners on Beyond Adversity how they can learn more about you and about your book and about anything else that you offer? My website is lauriannwood.com. And on that website, you will find a books page that has all the ordering information for my book. And it's also available on Amazon. One of the things, if you want to go directly to the book page, it's lauriannwood.com slash books. Also, there'll be a companion journal available that will allow people to not only read the book and reflect if they're someone that likes to write and doesn't want to write in the book. There's a companion journal that draws out some of the questions and basic ideas of the book. And I did find some promises in the scripture. And I put those together. That's a free resource for anybody that wants those on my website. And that's at lauriannwood.com slash hope. And we'll put connections to all that at our website, drbradmiller.com. Well, the book is called Divine Detour, and it's subtitled, The Path You'd Never Choose Can Lead to the Faith You've Always Wanted. Her name is Laurieann Wood. It's her first book. I got a feeling there's going to be more Good things coming from Laurieann Wood down the road, but she's been our guest today, and we're privileged to have her here on the Beyond Adversity podcast. Laurieann Wood, thanks for being our guest today on Beyond Adversity. Many thanks to Laurieann Wood. Uh, you know, she's just awesome. She's just awesome. A very pleasant person to talk to. And what a story, overcoming, uh, just dealing with debilitating heart disease, and she's had to find a new pathway in life. And she's found it, and she discovered it through writing, through processing things, and by discovering uh, and looking at things in a new a new pathway in life. You can find her at laurieannwood.com, and I would commend her book to you, The Divine Detour. The subtitle is The Path You'd Never Choose Can Lead You to the Faith You've Always Wanted. Just a couple reflections on what we talked about here today about, you remember the questions that we were dealing with were the question of worry 
is this all there, there is to life? Is this all there is? And the question of doubt, is God always good or not? And the question of control, is God in control or am I in control? Or is God's plan good enough or am I in control? And she reflected on those questions. And they're not simple answers because they're very individualized. But here are some of the concepts I think are important for us to get from our conversation here today. One is to focus. In Lorianne's case, she realized that her life was altered dramatically and she could not be out in the world so much. In fact, she mentioned oh, the COVID crisis was kind of a good thing for her because she had to stay home and focus on her writing and her reflection. In your life, maybe you can focus too. Focus, 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 and delve into the things that really matter in your life. Another concept was to take some things off your plate. This has to do with uh, removing distractions in your life and really discerning what is truly important in your life. She talked about the mercy of closed doors to overcome distractions and help them to refine and define that some of the closed doors mean they were less than perfect doors and you were meant to go through the good the doors which were the best for you. I think that's important. Because sometimes, you know, I've loved an author by the name of Jim Collins, who has a series of books on the theme of good to great, that you need to overlook the good to find the great. That means close some doors, even if they seem to be good, in order to get to the great things. Maybe we need to find the ultimate, the great things when we focus and we go through these things. And so that's part of the process here, too. It deals with, starts to deal with these questions of, of doubt and is this all there is? You know, to focus on what is truly, truly important. I know in my life was recently diagnosed with cancer, and that certainly reset my priorities. I'm thinking more, a lot more about longevity in the future and about leaving a great legacy for my grandchildren and things of that nature. She also talked here about how reevaluate how understanding how God's goodness for me is not always in alignment with my own plan that I have for I thought was the best for myself. That is, is God's plan better than my plan? And of course, men and women of faith would understand that God's plan is better than our plan. But sometimes we have under help, need a little help dealing with that. She talked about, you know, the recency concept, among other things, how sometimes we put more credence in that which happened to us recently. And we need to see the long term of how God's been good to us for a long time and how we need to remember and reflect on the goodness of God over a long time. See, even and and how we our doubts sometimes come and we have short term memories and we need to be uh, aware that God is with us all the time. She also talked about who this book is for. It's for that long term believer who has their doubts and how it's OK to have your doubts it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to process things because that's what sometimes the purpose of a detour is. Biblical messages, messages from many people's lives have these times of wilderness. Part of what we teach here on the Beyond Adversity podcast is make good use of these wilderness experiences. The 40, the, the 40 days in the wilderness uh, story from, from Jesus in the wilderness, the 40 days of the children of Israel and uh, 40 years in the, in the, in the desert. 
the other biblical stories here as well. Uh, this story, the Lenten season story, about 40 days of preparation before Easter comes. Those are the biblical narratives. But you probably know of other people in your life who've had to go through some long struggles to come out to a better place. Overcoming uh, bankruptcy, for instance, or overcoming some reversal of health. It takes a while to get through things, but you got to keep on it. And the lifeline to God is that in the detour, do not see that just only as an inconvenience, but to see it as a pray place to process what's going on in your life, where you can ask the questions and enjoy that process, enjoy the journey. You know, she talked about, uh, Lorian talked about having this journey with her daughter, which meant for a great time together when they got stuck in a rainstorm. What are these things for you? The idea here, friends, there's no real super simple answers or broad answer to these three ultimate life questions. They're individualized answers for you particularly. But the point, the part, the point of the, our conversation here today is process them, deal with these ultimate questions yourself and know to deal with your own divine detours, whatever they are, because we all have them. We all have the question of worry. Is this all there is? We all have the question of doubt. Is God always good? We all have the question of control. Is God in control or am I in control? And I implore you as men and women of faith to allow yourself the luxury of lament, the luxury of the wilderness experience, the luxury of the process. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey and take value in it. And I also implore to you, a guide for you in this process is The Divine Detour, the book by Lori Ann Wood. You could find her at laurieannwood.com. And we will have links to that at our website, drbradmiller.com. Indeed, that's the place, drbradmiller.com, where you can find all kinds of great stories like we have with Lori Ann Wood here today. And we hope that you'll join us each and every week as we tell these stories of people, of doctors, of professional people, of everyday folks who've overcome great adversity. Basically, it's one of the five D's of adversity we deal with, one or more of those. The D of depression, the D of divorce, the D of disease, the D of debt, and the D of death. We deal with those. We deal with ultimate things here on the Beyond Adversity podcast to speak to your life, to help you to navigate them, to navigate those wilderness experiences, and to find out more about how to grow through what you go through. You can also find out more about our teaching, about our courses, and our coaching at drbradmiller.com slash 40dayway. We're here to serve because we love you. We want to be helping you in every way possible. My name is Dr. Brad Miller. I come to you with a wealth of experience and compassion in my heart for people who are, find themselves stuck in adversity, but want to get through it to get to their life of peace and prosperity and purpose. I hope that you'll join me on episode 265. We'll be talk about the importance of asking great questions. Until then, good people, this is Dr. Brad Miller inviting you to continue to always do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. 
or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.